Great morning, great afternoon, great night. Welcome to Moments of Mindset, the podcast where we have conversations of clarity. And thank you for opening up your hearts, your minds, and your soul a little bit just so I can share some of my experiences. And I have a special, special, special guest. All my guests are special, but this soul brother, my soul warrior that I've known and had many, many life cycles with, Mr. Anthony White head from karma you is joining us today let's go <laughs> yes let's go how you doing yeah, brother man, listen his, his voice is a little bit uh keener than mine but he is man my my best friend from the uk we've had an amazing journey meeting of uh, six seven years ago and we'll get into that welcome to the show man how you feeling today i'm feeling absolutely splendid thanks bestie um yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me, firstly. So yeah. it's lovely, lovely to be a part of this uh, journey with you, as always. Yeah, um, man, it's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, opening hearts is where it all starts. Yeah, man, absolutely. How our, how our journey happened was, uh, was a blessing, was a blessing. Yes, yes, let's talk about that, man. How do, I would think, you know, originally, it would be, many people would think, oh, it was just like a luck of the draw, but, man, you and I both know it was, it was, it was destined way before we understood it, man. Let's, you want to take them back? Tell them, tell them, tell them, number one, tell them about you and, you know, introduce your name, just kind of tell them a little about yourself and then kind of go yeah. into how we met. Okay. Yeah, cool. Um, so going back to um, myself, my name is Anthony Whitehead. I've been um, obviously uh, Justin Timberlake tribute for about 18 years. Um, and that was my very first where I started on um, my journey um, I could never sing, I could never dance, I could never perform. Um, it literally was um, won a TV lookalikes competition in 2004 on ITV and never knew about Justin Timberlake at all. Oh, it was when he was at NSYNC. Um, I knew bits about, but nothing like where people were coming up to me in the streets saying, you look like him, blah, de blah. Um, and that took me on the journey of being an entertainer. So um, I was, I had a daytime job working in a brewery at the time, and uh, I kept getting people stopping me in the street saying, you look like Justin Timberlake, you look like Justin Timberlake, and I, I didn't know who he was. Honestly, I didn't. And uh, it all started from there. So like I said, I won a TV programme called ITV, called Stars and the Doubles in 2004, which was hosted by Dale Winton. Um, and I won the whole thing. <laughs> I, won <a> trip to <laughs> Las, I won a trip to Las Vegas, all paid by ITV. Um, stayed in the Venetian Hotel, as you guys know about it, in Vegas. And it was an absolute whirlwind. Um, and then winning the TV show and having the whole... Um, like oh my god he can sing he can dance he can you know perform he can play the piano he can take guitar the whole works um and I was just a lookalike <laughs> I was like <laughs> I was like just going around to events and parties and being paid just to be a lookalike and I thought wow this is this is this is the nuts like <laughs> this is really yeah. good um and then what happened was um I just decided to make a, a choice like I want to be able to be on the stage and do this all the way so I did it in stages. I, I, I got a dance choreographer and I um, 
I got into the dancing side of things and luckily my teacher at the time she was amazing um good shout out to her by the way Sam she was wonderful she knows who I am and everything she's absolutely wonderful um she helped me on the journey to get the best of my ability to dance so um it it, the reason why I got onto the dancing side because obviously performing and being that kind of entertainer was uh something that I could fill the pool for me yeah. to do yeah. um so got onto the did, did the dancing uh did the obviously uh got a I did the miming and dancing to start with yeah. out on the stage yeah. and then I was like I need to sing I can't I can't be on this stage and not sing yeah. so her husband Jackson lovely bloke really her husband lovely really good uh, singing teacher he took me under his wing and taught me to sing um and then so i put the two two bits together and then i went went live so uh, i did the dancing did and then got to a tribute which is obviously www.justintimberlike.co.uk and that is how it all started so i end up performing all around the world um end up working with justin worked with justin now probably about five six years uh, on bits um worked in all that kind of shows and worked alongside him in the four minutes video alongside madonna (laughs) and that that was a journey as well obviously (laughs) meeting someone that you obviously um at the time look look up to and obviously inspire to meet the guy um and yeah it was it was um it was a journey journey on that side of it so yeah Awesome, awesome. And and how um, after that point, when did you get into um, the yoga arena? What brought you to you know to to the U.S.? Like how did how did you transition from uh, the Justin Timberlake and 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 the yeah yeah? yeah. So the, 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 that story is quite. Um, so I had an English girlfriend at the time. We lived in the U.K. together, um, and she was on a journey that she worked as a teacher um primary school and she didn't like working in the uk so um she was doing a lot of hours and bringing work home regularly on the time we was together probably about six months into the relationship yeah and um we got on really well we was you know really like-minded souls and had a good good time together in it etc then she wanted to she found a job application online and um this is where obviously I helped her get where she got to because her she was like, oh, I don't know if I should do it. And I said, look, what have you got to lose? You know, you can apply for the job, go to the interview, set yourself up and don't look back. And just if you need any help on obviously how you can talk in the interview and how you get yourself where you need to get to. Um, I helped her on that journey. She yeah. got an inter- She got an interview. And then she got the job and then she got the job within two weeks of me helping and doing it together. I'm doing, you know, working as a team to obviously get her end result of what she wanted. And then she got an opportunity to go to Dubai, America, or uh, I think it was Singapore. So she chose Houston in America. So she (laughs) chose Houston. So she went to Houston and then what was the funniest part of that she was like 
that means I'm leaving you. <laughs> so we had a bit of dynamic because she got upset and I got upset. And I was like, do you know what? Like, if this is supposed to work, if this is supposed to happen, it doesn't matter where we are in the world, if yeah. we're over the water or anything, if it's meant to be, it will be. I said, and it doesn't matter how far we are, if we're yeah. supposed to be together and that is what you're supposed to do, and that's what we do. So I made a conscious choice there and then to say, right, I'm going to work hard in the UK, get the money and then travel to the U to the US and then just keep then come back and then go work again and then come back. So I did that a couple of years and and that was that's my journey. So I got from. And then going over to Houston, obviously me visiting. Um, obviously, she's working all the time. So now I'm in Houston, Texas, the wonderful Houston, Texas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was amazing. Like I, from a spiritual side, because I'm obviously you know, bestie, that I'm a spiritual um, counselor, and the yeah. journey of everything that I do. When I was walking Houston, Texas grounds, I'd been there before. Mm. I, I have been to Houston, Texas before. I was walking the grounds. I was walking from my the flat at the time and to a place called Joy Yoga. <laughs> which we'll get into um and i was walking them grounds and i honestly felt i've been here before and I, it felt really good my soul and i wanted to stay you know yeah. so my energies at the time was just wow this is amazing so i was walking to joy yoga and i was going there and i kept getting called at the time so before i actually went to joy yoga i'll just give you a little brief what happened so yeah. she um always want to go and get her nails done like every woman do bless them they all want to get their nails done their hairs done yeah. to make themselves look beautiful which is every single woman is um but it wasn't for me i was like i can't sit in a nail salon or a hair salon for an hour and two hours i said i've got to i've got to get out of here i've, I've got to get out of here i cannot stay here honestly yeah. this is just not me so i said look darling you crack on and I'll just go for a walk. So I went for a walk and no word of a lie. I was walking around the complex and I was being pulled. Honestly, someone was pulling my top to go to joy yoga. Now mm. I'm a martial arts. I do, I'm a black belt first and in Shotokan karate. I've been doing that for 18 years and I wanted to find somewhere I could go and do some kind of martial arts. Like, yeah, tai chi or anything that could get my body moving and i was being drawn to joy yoga yeah. so i just thought you know what i'm gonna go there so i just didn't didn't resent that didn't stop that i just let it happen and then walked through the doors met a wonderful woman on the desk that was um a lady called badiana she helped me um obviously i said look um, she goes, are you from Australia? And it's funny how everybody <laughs> instantly says Australia when I'm English. And I was like, no, I'm English like this. And then she was like, oh, cool. I really like your accent. And I love you Americans. It just, um, I just do. So heart and always warm and, and very caring as well, which is lovely. So there was, she said, oh, have you ever done yoga before? I said, never done yoga before. I'm actually here to do Tai Chi or yeah. some kind of martial arts, because that's my background. She goes, oh, I'm really sorry to say, but we only do yoga here, but why well, don't give it a go? Hmm. Well, 
I'd, I paid 20, 20 bucks and had a month's worth of yoga. And that is my journey of how I got onto the road of uh, meeting my best friend who's on this yeah. call now, who has created this wonderful podcast, which I absolutely love listening to all the time. Thank you. I really you. do from heart to heart. It's, um, it's beautiful to see your journey as well. Um, and from that time of being in joy yoga, going back to that time and sitting on a desk and I sat down and a beautiful soul walked through the door. Now at the time I was sitting next to a wonderful lady called Mary and a big shout out to Mary. Bless her heart. Hey, Mary. She's, about she's, to well. she's about to retire here shortly. Yeah. Well, I bet yeah. she's going to retire. Bless her heart. So yeah, she, um, wonderful we was having a wonderful conversation about spiritual aspects of readings and uh, and all all kinds of reiki and we was all talking about everything in general about the spiritual side and and she was saying how connected uh, you know with everything that's we're all around and we've all got the gifts and it was a really lovely uh, conversation she then two seconds later a door opens and this wonderful man called Rodney Williams hey! <laughs> walks, walks through the door and he goes, hey, do you mind if I sit in between you guys? And I was like, no, not at all. So he sat between me and um, Mary and we were still having a conversation, me and Mary at the time. And uh, Rodney was listening and being a part of that. And because we was on the subject, obviously, of Reiki and healing and Rahani healing of obviously what we all do that's different. Um, he said, oh, would you mind if I show you my gifts? And I was like, yeah, no, go for it. You know, no worries at all. Go for it. And he put his hands at the lower part of my spine and Mary's spine. And oh, my God, <laughs> the feeling that come from this man's hands was wonderful. So, you know, bestie, like that's another thing that, you know, opening up for you is 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 a channel that, um it's right there for you to give that healing love to people because uh, that whole experience was wonderful. And not did it just obviously um, for us to share both of us from Mary and myself, from, I'm talking for myself, obviously yeah. it was, it was like, I knew this soul. <laughs> I knew him. <laughs> yeah. I knew him. I knew him from many lifetimes. And we have this conversation all the time, bestie, don't we like yeah. about how, um, We've come from many lifetimes, from warriors to Buddhas to whatever, yeah. walks of life of where we've been, but we seem to always come back together. Mm -hmm. So, and yeah, going on that journey from Joy Yoga and then obviously working alongside and doing this, I wanted to do the certification with Joy Yoga. Um, and yeah, and I worked on the desk and it was, it was fun working on the desk with people and opening up to like minds, souls. And, and then obviously, yeah, that getting onto that with Houston and, and on that journey. But what was fascinating about this whole journey is that every time I was going to yoga and I was getting on my bike and i got myself a little push bike and I bike down every time I was going in on my yoga, I was setting an intention and we all talk about intentions and everything we do about setting intention for how you want to have your day and how you want to um be and serve and whatever it is whatever intention is can be anything because it's yep. all unique to the individual um as i was setting intention because my relationship was failing 
it was failing living in the Houston, Texas, where I came to this journey and I was walking these grounds and I was in a really high vibration and I'm loving me people and the souls and obviously meeting Rodders and, uh, and other people on the journey of um, joy yoga and the, the community. I absolutely loved it. But what was, I was finding very difficult was my intention was my relationship was breaking down and I just want a peaceful resolution. That was my intention, but I was sitting every day. I just want to find a way of actually us um, having this, this journey, you know, this, yeah. this actual life experience, as they say. And yeah, it was, it was a roller coaster. It was a yeah. roller coaster. And obviously, you know, more than anything, Bestie, of obviously the roller coaster ride. And I'm happy to share because that's what life's about, of explaining yeah, yeah. about life experiences. And, you know, it got to a point where I needed to um, have that uh, time away. And so we, you don't know someone to live with them. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, and, and that yeah. is that is my motto is that you where you know going to relationships and you have a relationship with someone and you really like that person individual but you really don't know someone to live with them and yeah. unfortunately when we lived together um in houston in the flat we just got on as brother and sister instead of the intimate side right. of the love love and loving each other and all that kind of stuff which yeah. which was and which was a lovely experience to have but the same token i'm a scorpio <laughs> so <laughs> I, I love i love the connection i love life experiences and all that kind of stuff so it you know it, it got it fizzled it fizzled out yeah um and you know and uh from the transition over from that to um coming back from the uk it was very hard to take because yeah, i yeah. had you know look at our experiences rodders what happened to us on that so you could say a bit about that as well i suppose but yeah well, I don't yeah. Know it. yeah it was cool you know what one of the things is going back to how serendipitous and how we were supposed to obviously meet right because when your story to joy yoga mine was um i was looking to getting healthy and originally there was this um, squeezed was a company that did fresh pressed juices, right? And so mm -hmm. with squeezed, uh, and it was broadcast on 97.9, I'll never forget. I used to hear Jay, uh, Jay Mack, he's a radio personality from 97.9 The Box every morning getting doing the ad reads and squeeze, 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 get your fresh juices, you know, get energized, yada, yada, yada. And you can either have it delivered to your house or you can have it delivered to certain satellite offices. And so at the time I was wanting to get into yoga, I had done it intermittently, but I wanted to find a place, right? And so Joy Yoga was actually one of the hubs where you could get your orders from Squeeze delivered there. And got it delivered, I picked it up. And when I went in there, I also done, done some research on Joy Yoga. You know, you could pay the 30 bucks or whatever it was and get a full month free. And so I was like, yo, two for one, I can get my juice here and I can get yoga in perfect and like you said man i had gone I, I joined the um there was like a 30 day uh yoga challenge right where you can if you if you did at least 30 classes you'd get like a, a a gift card and some other stuff so i was like boom and it was perfect because it, just like you once i started there i got in the habit and the routine of going every single day sometimes twice a day and then walk in and and y'all are talking about energy man and i was you know a handful of years of 
being a of uh, uh, being a conduit for healing, um, you know, through through energetic healing and, and sort of like Reiki. And I heard you guys talking. And like I said, when I walked in, how you described me walking in, that's what I saw you. I was like, man, I just felt that instant connection and synergy, right? And and once we uh, I sat in between you and Mary, and you know, we we had our session where we exchanged energy. It was like my brother, you know, we 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 it's been thousands of years and here we go again right and and you know one of the things i want to ask you like tell me that mindset of what were you thinking how to you know being born and raised in the uk and to make that decision to go from uk to the us like what was how difficult was it for you to wrap your mind around moving across the world like you did it so seamlessly like what did what what prepared you to say hey you know what I'm just going to go and do it. Yeah, that's a really good question, Bestie. So let's go back to your question again. So it was, yeah, well, how did I transition over? So um, how I transitioned over, Bestie, was I've always been that kind of individual. Like, it, it, I love seeing different cultures. Mm-hmm. Like, that is my passion. I love going and grateful enough going back to obviously entertaining and obviously the JT stuff, which I'm grateful for. I was getting paid to go to countries to, to entertain and in the same token, seeing these wonderful cities, yeah. uh, you know, and I've I've traveled and traveled, and traveled. And when I look back on all of the countries that I've been to, there's not many countries I haven't gone. <laughs> and that is the. Uh, the grateful side of things of of that so the tr- transitioning from the uk to the usa i'd never been all i went to america um to was obviously winning winning that um um itv stars near doubles vegas which was absolutely amazing um yeah. and i was like i've got to go back to to america uh, I really need to go back to America. So when that opportunity come up, um, when it come up, I just really wanted to 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 do it. And I love my family to pieces. You know, I've got a massive family. So I've got I've got three brothers and two sisters. I've got mum and dad that've been married for fifty nine years. Um, so you know, I've got a really loving close family, which is I'm grateful for. Um, but my dad had been saying to me for years, well, "You are overtaxed in the UK." You need to get uh, you need to get abroad. You need to go to Australia. You need to go. You need to go and find. And my dad said this to me when I was in my 20s. I was like 21, 22. So I always had that support by him saying, look, go and see the countries, get out, see the world, and like, you know, experience, experience different cultures and that. And where I had that like support as such, it was never, and like he was also used to say, like, we've got facebook you've got we've got um sorry uh, facetime we've got all of the mm. internet that we never had years ago so just do it like you can pick it up and we can talk and connect on that way so with that that mindset it was i always loved traveling so mm. i love my parents to pieces but i think it always comes down to the individual of making the choices for ourselves yeah. to experience something and doing it with a uh, with no fear because a lot of us a lot of us if we look at something of where we want to go no matter what it is if it's a job or if it's going abroad or if it's 
whatever the current circumstances is, you're always going to have challenges that are always going to be obstacles that are in the way. And it's down to the individual to step over that obstacle or leap the hurdle and go and then look back at it and go, what the hell was I worried about? What was the fear yeah. about? You know, because the fear is just it's not there. It's just yeah. what we create in our minds. So my mindset has always been uh, fear the fear and do it anyway. From Susan Jeffries, you know, we speak about that a lot. She's such a love, wonderful book. If anybody hasn't read it, like, and you can agree with that, Rodders. Um, yeah. And it's stepping over that. And when you step over that, a lot of wonderful things start to happen. The <laughs> friendship I created with you, the journeys of the actual holiday we had in Costa Rica, you know, yeah. how that was just, you know, like one of the highlights of my, my life, you know, like traveling and seeing different and on the quad bikes. It was just amazing, wasn't it? Yeah, it was, man, when I had only been, uh, I had been a few months earlier with uh, my brother Terrell mm -hmm. and a, a quick side note, all this time we've been friends, I don't know if you realize it, but I'm the youngest of six. And I know you have brothers six. and sisters, but I didn't realize that you were one of six as well, right? Like yeah. that commonality as well. I'm like, oh my God, I heard you say that. And that's just amazing. But yeah, I had I had an amazing time uh, with my brother Terrell when we went. And with you and I's bond, I could have grown so much. It was just so perfect. Like, hey, you want to go? And you were like, yeah, righteous, let's go. And <laughs> just to have, it was the first time I've been on a vacation with like a like my brother, my best friend, right? And we just, it was amazing. Just the being in the atmosphere, the people, the music, the food, the adventures, like zip lining. I mean, come on, man. Like yeah, that was that's amazing. That's so freeing to just let go and release. And you talked about the fear. It was two warriors coming together that have been back to back, side by side for long periods of time, immeasurable in, in time. And I was so excited and you know we and we'll, we'll get into it as we're coming back to uh to the US and then we get back to the US and and you know we're both I'm waiting for you you're waiting for mm -hmm. me we get through customs and it was like where's my bestie like I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting yeah. I'm waiting and I'm like and then you called me and you know you told me the challenge of, of, of what was going to happen. They were going to send you back to the UK. I was crushed. Yeah. I was like, what, what do you mean? Mm. Right? Like that's like having, having your best friend like ripped away at that time. Ever we just had the time of our lives on, on holiday mm. and vacay. It didn't compute. Mm. And I, I, I don't know about you. I cry. I got in my car and I cried, bro. Like mm. I cried. So did I. So did I, bestie. I cried like, so what much. What do you mean? Yeah. Like, I didn't get a chance to say bye. Hug, mm. Nothing. It was just like okay, yeah. right? And yeah. and, and, you know, and, and, and you know what? That's that, that that that's it. So like going on to the stories for the listeners, so they understand yeah. is that when I got when we went to Costa Rica, so I went out of Houston because I realized I was a couple of days away from my, um, obviously being out of the country. So I had to go. The, the, the so the visa. Yeah. So, um, I honestly, that was just a general mistake. And yeah. from my side, from what you were feeling and what I was feeling was exactly the same. I had the best vacation and, what was happened is when we went and we experienced, we had the most wonderful things. My life experience from that moment 
put put it back down to earth very very quickly like it just like we we never know what's around the corner with life do we we don't and that experience of coming back into houston i was so we was both so buzzing and we had such an amazing time and then for them to turn around and say sorry mr whitehead you've overstayed your welcome it's time for you to go back to the uk and i was like isn't there anything you can you can do and i was like no and they were so um they were so and you know it is what it is you know when i look back on this i understand that they've got a job to do and at the end of the day they're doing their best that they can do but in Mike's, they could have done it better than how I experienced it. And it wasn't like a human, I wasn't being treated like a human being either. So they put me into a room with people that were drug dealers that were, you know, it wasn't just a set. It was a room of, here you go. You're, you're, you're very, very bad. And this is what you're going to do. And you're off. And, and, and it was, I was looking around this room of all of this amazing experience that I had to now, this is what's happening to you right here, right now. I was crying bestie, the emotions that were coming out of my body. And what was fascinating, I've got you on the other side to ring you. They took my mobile away from me. So I couldn't contact you. They took, I couldn't contact my partner in Houston, who's Nick Nicola at the time, to tell her that I'm not coming back and I'm I'm being deported. So I had her on the phone to me crying, saying, um, this two-week break that you've had, or seven-day break that you had, I've realised that I want to still be with you. So not impactedly. So it's not just killed the relationship I've lost the best friend that I've created in a country that I felt that I was walking the grounds where I felt home. Yeah. And the emotions and everything can, yeah, it was, it was, it was one hell of a roller coaster, roller coaster. Um, And and yeah, I was, I'm bestie. I know obviously you were crying as well. And I was, I was crying for days afterwards, days and days and days. And, um, it was just yeah an emotion emotional journey yeah and then you know it's it's that that but that's when things come through our in our path right that's where we had to pivot you know you were on a journey and i'll never forget this too because you were instrumental in me getting my yoga teacher certification right because you know me how i am i i could people are my thing that's my passion that's why i created this platform right and so i knew everybody's name you know all the members all the teachers i was there and they're like man are you a teacher here and i was like no i just this this is you know there's something in a name right i'm always going to if i know your name i'm going to address you as such because that's 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 something to that right and so people mm. are like, hey you know why don't you think about coming becoming a, a yoga instructor and i remember you saying it and i'm like mm. why would i no i'm good right but that was a seed that you planted and just being in that energy and guiding and i never forgot that right i was blessed with an amazing memory so i never forgot that conversation and just throughout everything when you being sent back to the uk and then you having to figure out like you could have easily just said, yeah, you know what, forget it. Uh, I, I'm going to 
this happened to me. I'm a victim. I'm just going yeah. to whatever. You know, you could have gone. Do you, do you know what I was fascinated with that, Bestie, yeah. with what you're saying is, and that is very true. A lot of us do get into a victim when something goes wrong. But what I did in that situation, I had three days of crying and I thought, right, it's gone. There's nothing I can do about the past. The only thing that I can do is take responsibility for my actions going forward. So what I did, I took responsibility. And in the meantime, right, when I got deported, I still hadn't certified for yoga. I still didn't get my ticket. So I came (laughs) to the UK and I was figuring out I had, I still had two weeks training left to get my certification. So what I did in that moment, all of that hard work, which as we know, it's 200 hours of certification to get yeah. your to get your certificate. And I was figuring out, I was going, right, I'm going to sit with this. How am I going to figure this out? And I remember reaching out to the manager, Cindy, um, give her a shout out at Joy Yoga. Yeah. She, I reached out to her and I said, look, I'm gutted that I've been deported. This has happened to me. How can we work this out? because I need to get my certification. And she said, right, you need to send videos. You need to demonstrate. You need to do this, 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 this. Give me a process of what we talk about all the time of steps to get something achieved. So she gave me that and I took responsibility to get my end result. So, and I did that. And then when I got that certificate, and, and I never told you this, Bestie, I never told you this. I got a, I should send it to you. I got a video yeah. from all of the people that was on Joy Yoga, who was learning, teaching the same time as me, a wonderful video. It made me emotionally again come yeah. up because they was all wishing me well, wishing me congratulations on becoming a teacher you should be here with me with us guys celebrating what we've done and gone through and I never really got to experience that and I was gutted because I never thought that I'd be I'd have been deported on that so I would have completed that but I got a video from them saying congratulations of all of them putting the sign up with saying congratulations Anthony and what it meant for me from the experiences they met with me of yeah. what I'd done to them. So yeah. it was very heart, heart um, feeling. Uh-huh. And, yeah. and like I say, then, so I, I got that certificate from Joy Yoga and I was like, right, what does the UK need more than anything? So I was like, yoga, meditation, mm. martial arts. I've got all of these skills, Reiki. I need to go away now and think of a name and then build, start building the steps. So I went to my sister and I'm really close to my younger sister, Melissa, bless her, really close to her. Um, So I I rung her up and said, look, you need to help me. We need to come up with a name for my business. I said, because I've got all these skills and I want to put it all under one platform and I want to put them all in different. So we, We've written them all down on a piece of paper and no word of a lie, bestie. We come up with this name within 20 minutes, <laughs> 20 minutes. We come up with this name. We had, um, so it, we had a few names that was floating around and then all of a sudden it got, so what is all of this meaning? And it was obviously, well, Reiki's calm. And then, um, 
you've got the martial arts, which is the you can do flow movements, mm-hmm. which is quite calm. You've yeah. got the you've got the um, the meditations, the mindfulness, which you teach in groups, which is another calming the mind. Yeah. And, and then we got to um, obviously Reiki and like, like, like healing. So it's like, yeah. well, okay, so. And then my sister went karma, and I went you, <laughs> and, that's, and that's and that's how it. But I didn't want the you to be why are you? I wanted it just to be the, the 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 letter you. So karma yeah. you, and yeah. then that got the wheels of momentum. Like we always talk about. Like I hear you talk about in your podcasts about how we have an idea and we procrastinate about the ideas, but we don't ever take action towards that idea of whatever that idea is and when you do how it transcends so like from that that gives me the energy to now go right i've got a brand i've got a business now i'll go to work so i created a website and then then worked on my website and i designed my website and i know exactly what i wanted when i meditated i knew the colors i wanted the calming colors i wanted people to when they go on it they just feel really nice and relaxed and there's no pressure to them they're the ones that's got to reach out when the time's right and then got on the wheels of momentum but in the same process of doing all of this i still wanted to learn more because we do don't we we always want to learn more so then I started doing yoga classes. I started one yoga class a week, just one yoga class a week. And then I started to see an impact of people going, wow, wow, wow. And it, it was very rewarding. But the same token is we get, we get taught how to do yoga and people come because of you. They don't care what style of yoga if it's yoga, if it's breath work, if it's meditation, if it's qigong, or it doesn't matter what it is, because do qigong as well as you know, they come because they want the experience with the individual, which is yourself. Yes. And I started noticing that quite early on in the very first two or three sessions that I was doing a week. And then from that, I built it to 23 sessions. I was doing 23 right. yoga sessions a week in all different gyms, all around to the pure gyms, to the Reynolds, to private village halls, to um, one-to-one sessions. But I still, I didn't feel it was, it, it, it was enough. Like I, I, I loved, I loved what I do. I love helping people and serving them and making them come in when they're stressed, as you know, best they all walk in stressed and all like, da, da, da. and then they leave the premises going, oh my god I feel really good and it sets them up for the day so then they go on their journey which then they impact their loved ones the people they go to so it's like uh it's spread 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 and it goes out to even if it's three or four people in their circle the energy just goes as we talk about energy all the time it just booms doesn't it um and then as I was on that process I was going right and I'm like you said in the conversation earlier about when you walked into the room and you just knew you knew me and vice versa. I was doing this class down a spiritual church down Whitstable. Um, and I only had like eight to 10 people there, but it was a lovely little community. It doesn't matter about the size. It was more about having them have that experience for themselves yeah. and make them feel good about themselves. 
anyway, doing the yoga, and this woman come in, never met her before, never seen her. Hi, I've heard about your classes. I'd like to start coming to your class. Please feel free. Come in, enjoy the experience. This, this is how I work. I yeah. do this, this, and this is this is the process. If it's for you, great. If it's not, no problem. Yeah. I come in, started understanding who she was, and she was a very like I could tell she was very spiritual, was picking stuff up when we was doing the practice. And when we got into the Shavasana at the end, stuff was coming through as I was uh, like sending healing to all these wonderful souls. At the end, she come up to me and she said, you really need to go to this guy. <laughs> I was like, sorry. She went, you really need to go to this college in London. And I, this is right up your street. And his name's called uh, Blue Marsden. Give him a massive shout out. He's a, he's a yeah. teacher of mine. I love him to pieces. Helped me on my journey to, to, to do it. And it's called Holistic Healing College in London. Um, and I went there and he was like, obviously, this is what we do. Here's all the, the stuff side of things. I Googled him, looked at all the stuff that he does. And he does loads to... Yeah to tap into um, soul plans, to hypnotherapy, to uh, life coaching, to whatever, whatever your um, expertise are, you know, re readings to learn how to do tarot readings to from all different aspects to past life regression, to talk about past life. So I was on that journey, like, do you know what? This is right up my street. Like I'm serving all these souls and so I made a choice, going back to that choice, to go, do you know what? And at the time, Bestie, I didn't have a very good job, as in that side of things. So I was flittering through jobs. So I was always watching my funds and money. But this is what's fascinating. This is what really taught me. Don't let money be the obstacle of what you want to achieve, because it's not. When you choose to make a conscious choice, source whatever your belief system is god whatever it is will bring it to you like that when you make that choice it just does so at that time i was like i didn't go i'm not going to afford to do this i went how is this going to happen and you talk about this a lot how am i going to make this work and don't even think about worrying about it just go it's already happening. Really it's going to happen. So I came back and I was like, right. Now the whole course cost me seven grand, 7,000 pounds. And I organized with him and made a certain payment every month. It was there every month. Every single month. Boom, boom, boom. The money was coming in because I was aligned to something that I was being called to do. So I started the, the, the journey and within two years after completing the whole spiritual diploma, did the whole course, there's only a couple of modules I didn't do, yeah. but I completed the whole course in two years and I can do soul plans, I can do hypnotherapy, I can do tapping, I can do qigong, I can do, so there's 12 modules of different ways of healing that yeah. I can do <laughs> uh, and all of, all of that from a woman that came in 
of my yoga class and said, you would be really good at this. Okay, give me the details. I'll look at it. And boom, 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 boom. Away you go. That, that chain and, and even like from your relationship with Nicola, having yep. that, you know what, I'm going to go across and see what's what and walking in and meeting Badiana and starting that journey and then getting deported and having to look yourself in the mirror and say, where do I go from here? All this time, all this money, you could have easily said, you know what, maybe yoga wasn't in the cars for me. But you were like, there's no way in the world I'm going to go all halfway across the world and come back and start with nothing. So yeah. once you, like you said, that alignment, when we align and we make that choice that we're going to make the best of whatever the situation is, because we understand spiritually rooted, we were put here for something greater. You have an obsession like I do with service, with people, with touching and healing. And with that, like you said, you have the 12 modalities to choose from. And plenty more. And look at what you look at what you have created, man. Like karma, you is, and I love the you because that reminds me of university, mm -hmm. right? And so at a university, there are so many different disciplines to choose from, higher learning. But think about it this way, Bestie. Do you remember when we had the conversation? We had this years ago, and we said that we will come together. Oh. I already knew, and I already know, and I still know to this day that we will emerge and we will come together and this will happen. Yes. I just know. And yes. that's the thing. It's it, it, what I love about this whole journey of finding yourself and serving. You can't serve others until you release anything that's no longer within yourself. Right. How can you how can you serve if you've still got stuff inside of yourself? Right. You've got to stop holding on to stuff that is either in the past. There's nothing you can do about the past. We can't do about all the experiences. And that's always used to play on me. The experiences that I had of being deported and things not working out and creating all this. I didn't want to live in that like victim mode and mandality of past stuff because yeah. it's behind me for a reason. It's behind me to learn the lessons, to then look at yourself and then go, okay, that's where I am. That was where I was. Now, how do I step forward into taking action to make a better version of myself, learn from the experience that's happened and then move forward into the, to create the future that I want to create. Yeah. I, I want to touch real quick because with the uh, with you being a, a black belt in uh, Shadow Khan Karate, mm -hmm. do you feel as though that discipline that you learned all those years really had a, uh, a impact or a marker of yeah. helping you get from that place of victim to like, no, let me get back. Let me get into this process. Yeah. Great, great question. That's a really good question. So when I was a kid, going back just briefly, when I was a child, I had anger issues. I had anger issues. So I, I had anger issues and I was about, I don't know, uh, 14, 15 and I had anger issues. So I even then at a young age, I knew that something wasn't right. Like just things that I was always, always getting told off at school. I was always, you know, you know, back in them days, I got a yeah. slipper, believe it or not. I had a, a massive slipper across my backside as a kid when I was, <laughs> it's quite funny. Like, so back in them days, this is going to make you laugh. Back in them days, they would have to ring your mum and say, hi, um, Anthony's been at primary school. Um, he's just been fighting in the uh, park. 
Is it okay to slip him? Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Give him one for me. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Give him one for me. Oh, so the most funniest bit in all of this, this is the moment you crack up, is when she, when she, um, so I, I had a fight with this boy at school because my sister had been punched by him, by, by the boy. Yeah. So I was defending my sister, yeah, my younger sister, and then ended up having a fight, and then ended up getting a slipper across my backside and my mum agreed to it, <laughs> and not knowing the actual question of it, and knowing what's happening. I was steaming. I was steaming. It was like absolute steamboat city. I must have been about, I don't know, seven, six or seven years old. <laughs> and, you know, had this backside and slapped around the backside. And anyway, and his slipper was literally wrapped around my my bum. And then uh, I was like, didn't hurt. It didn't hurt to the, te- at the teacher at the time. But what I learned from that, so then as I went on to, to secondary school, I then started, you know, lashing out as such, just anger issues, anger, anger, anger all the time. And then after after secondary, I got bullied. I got bullied in really? that, yeah, the last year of my life, last year of my life, I got, um, because I was quite naughty, you know, the education system of kids and schools didn't fit well with me. I was more of a, you put something on the board and write things. It just what I just could not get it. Uh, I don't. I just didn't understand. Maybe I had a little bit of dyslexia. I don't know. There's no excuses around that. But I just did not link to the teachers on that way. I was more practical. Anything to do with football. Anything to do with any kind of sport. I was top of the tree. Boom, 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 boom. But being in a class was no good. I just yeah. could not could not get what they were saying so didn't do too well in the last year of my school um I got bullied um and when I got bullied in the last year I made a choice as soon as I leave school I'm going to get into a martial arts and I'm never going to be bullied ever again ever so I committed as soon as I left school I found a teacher that I really loved and joined he's love him to pieces Chris Surgeon really nice guy by the way um my sensei and uh doing it for you know 16 16 years 16 17 years don't do it as much i should really get my ass back there as much but, um, <laughs> yeah. i will i will be next year i will be I've, i made a choice to get back into that again because i loved it um and so the journey of this right so done the martial got all the way up to brown belt okay brown belt brown belt brown stripe which takes you roughly about eight to ten years it's not and my teacher he was so a perfection perfectionist if you did one move that was not right you do not pass you do it again he was that boom boom so i went into martial arts because i wanted to control my anger issues and my just going over that quickly anger issues and 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 control my energy because my energy was scattered and so i wanted to control my energy and use my energy for myself so i went into martial arts got to brown second two which took nine years i was coming to houston texas i had four weeks uh five weeks five weeks and I remember going to my teacher, I said, Chris, I have an idea. <laughs> and he went, OK, what's the idea? He said, I said, I'm going to Houston, Texas, and I want to use martial arts and yoga together. 
I want the the karate and the yoga to come together. Do you remember me talking to you about that? Mm-hmm. I want to bring do. the I want to bring the two together fuse, and merge fuse. and fuse the two. And he went, "That's a really good idea." I said, "Yeah, but I need a black belt. I can't go talking about it." And he said, "Well, you need." I said, "Can I? Can I do it? I've got five to seven weeks before I go." He said, "Right, six weeks. You need to train." Every day, Monday to Thursday, you need to come to all of my training sessions. We need to, and then I will grade you. I will get the instructor who's now, as we're talking, is a seventh Dan, to grade you on the last weekend before you fly to Houston, Texas. I went, okay, let's do it. Let's do it. So. Amazing. So I. Train, 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 trained every day. Train, train, train. And then it come to my, um, my grading. He said, the weekend, the Friday before, he said to me, right, I'm going to tell you straight. I said, you know, I like it. I like it straight. <laughs> I like it straight to the point. He said, there's two things that are going to happen. Number one, you're going to have a two and a half hour grading. It's two and a half hours. Number two, he said, it's either pass or fail. There's no, there's no, oh, he was close, but we can give it to you. It is pass or fail. I don't care if you get one step wrong. I don't care if you get one punch wrong. It is pass or fail. I said, okay, Chris, thank you. So that psychological tension that we talk about, okay, mm-hmm. is tension rising up inside. And I was really refocused. Anyway, did the grade in two and a half hours got to the last 10 minutes of my grading and I'd done the katas. I'd done what he asked me to do. They, he sometimes talks in Japanese as well. And you need to know the moves in Japanese of what you're doing in the moves. All this is going on as I'm doing my grading. And 10 minutes ago, I've done all the, all the, 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 the main stuff. And I thought, Oh, that's all the hard stuff done. No, 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 no. <laughs> ten, 10 minutes to go and he goes right we need to see that you can demonstrate everything you've just done in a fight and i was like he's got to be kidding me he didn't just put two white belts or two yellow belts he put two third dan black belts in a ring with me (laughs) and i promise you not no word of a lie in that moment i pulled in all of my resources of I'm going to stay here strong they're going to go down and I am not staying down so I was boom I was dumb and I took one guy down took him to the floor and the other one tried to get me but he he just didn't get me down but I was just always I didn't get him down but I end up defending myself so he he got it so 10 minutes anyway I was exhausted. Two and a half hours of sweat, blood, tears, training, everything you put into this training. And he, I could see them talking, the three black belts behind the desk. And he said, congratulations, you've got a black belt. Amazing. And that That's moment, a- that feeling of getting yeah. Honestly, I was like, get in there. So six weeks of 
so then I obviously took this black belt to to America with me knowing that I was going to merge and that was what I was doing in my teacher training with the other with the other um teacher training uh, pupils that were learning yeah. um yeah it's amazing like so you and, and that's why I always loved like this platform that I created for these conversations right we didn't have like a powwow we're going to talk about this talk about that this is the flow right and so you said commitment one of the things you said you were committed when you had your last year of school that you would never be bullied again right yep. so the importance of your why was so strong that you were not going to let anything get in the way you didn't want to feel how you felt when it when you were getting bullied right so yep. that commitment <clears throat> forced you to always be solution oriented so with the stories that you've already shared, you coming to the U.S. and having to leave, you had that solution. I need to get this done by this time, by creating a avenue that most people wouldn't have. You, A lot of people would have, oh, I'm going to leave. Well, you know what? Maybe I'll pick it back up. Maybe I'll put karate back up when I come back. Or maybe I'll try to do it. You're like, no, I need to get this done before I leave because I don't know what's going to happen. You did the same thing when you got deported to the UK. You wronged Cindy up. Hey, I have a few weeks left. Let's create a solution. And it's about making that choice. You've said it. Make the choice. You have the option. You can either say, hey, you know what? This challenge is obstacles in my way and I can give in or no, I am going to create a solution. And that is amazing. And it is beautiful. And that's why with Karma, you all the things that you're doing, how you're helping people, it's because you are creating those solutions you're loving on people right like that's yeah and that, and the thing is as well bestie like when you get that energy and you feel it's the other people that you touch as you know sophie with karma you candles you know like so we had an idea to to to, to um bring in the the business side of things for her to for me then to create the energy for my partner to really get her feeling that she can inspire and do something for herself. So mm. I said, right, okay. So we we started doing two candles, two candles a month, literally. Like we'd I'd go and, and say to my clients and my classes, oh, we see we sell candles and essential, you know, no paraffin or no crap in it, just literally soil wax and the essential oil that we get, and and we then uh, progress it out to people. So we started mm. with two. Now we're up to 15, 16, and now she just done her first um, stall. And over, a th uh, I think it was about 600 people went through this stall and she had the su most successful weekend, you know, really successful weekend. Yes. And she took it on herself for her to create the momentum in herself to, for me to go, right, over to you now. It's you to take the action. I don't want to get involved in it. You now go and do what you want to do. And, uh, you know, I can send you the pictures of what she's created and how she's gone off on her own wind. And now she's going through purely because she took action, as we always talk about, not just sit there and not doing it, you know, yeah, going through but you it. Know what? You, you planted the seed, right? We're seed planters. And so you planted that seed and she feels empowered now. I'm sure she was kind of like, uh, I, I don't know anything about this because she's in, and she's a, she's a pharmacist by trade, right? She is. Yeah. Pharmaceutical. And funny thing is now, bestie, these are all homemade. 
she makes them from home she's so excited and loves it from love that she's in a process like uh two weeks ago i went in the kitchen to get something to eat i couldn't because it was full of bath bombs and the candles in the living room i was like is that all this smell like oh that's lovely like scents and all that kind of stuff so And I'm really proud of her and also pleased for her journey now because I haven't got to get involved in that now. And now she's going to expire. And like you said about her pharmaceutical is that she's uh, qualifying in January and she had a target to get herself qualified within. It's a three year or three or four years. Don't quote me right here, but three or four years of um, hard graft to become a technician. hard graft and she was determined that i didn't stop her i just said right get it done every time she get up in the morning she'd say to me oh i've got to do four hours get it done because there's no point in me going oh don't do it this weekend because you drop them off the momentum of them creating that energy keeping that energy flow so I just give her the encouragement that she needs and now it's completely she's getting avenues coming in and haven't told you yet bestie but yesterday i got a phone call from a company ringing me up saying oh hi is that karma you and i said yes it is she said i went to your fair weekends and one of my friends bought two bath bombs from your stall and i just want to say how amazing they are and i want to have a meeting with you in january to talk about than if we can serve and help take your business to the next level. Let's go. Let's go. Yes. So yes. now, so now I've obviously given her the really good news by saying, yes. look, month, uh, in January, we're going to create a, a meeting with this, this uh, business and they work with big companies um, and yeah, why not? Let's go. Let's go and sit and see what she's got to say. And, and so she's now really excited because where she's doing her um, products from a place of love and service, she's you can feel the energy that's going into these bath bombs and these candles and these essential oils. And, yeah. and you remember the conversations we, we've had in the past as a quick little share of you know, the rubber meat in the road where y'all had to have conversations where, you know, you are not manifesting, right? We're seeing it without having to use our senses, yeah. our eyes to see it. We feel it. We know this is what we're meant to do. We were meant to impact. We were meant to love. We were meant to shape lives. And I remember those conversations when you were trying to get her on board. And and it, it's kind of tough to go from a corporate, rigid, what we're programmed to think this path is going to lead to a monetary success or even a, pos- a position versus inside being fulfilled. And oh, so oh, now, yeah. Yeah, go, go on. As you say, now, as I was remembering, I remember this, the, the conversations that we used to have and we used to get excited. And I used to say to you, Bestie, you got to be a yoga teacher. You remember that conversation? And I you remember. was like, but I'm not just not sure. I, I said, bestie, trust me when you yeah. do it. And I remember when you did it. And I remember when you was on that stage 
And I remember you saying when you looked out and you see all these people. I, I can't remember most of it, but I'm sure you can fill me in. Yeah, yeah. So, so I got. So one of the things that made me really latch on was my dad was was in the process of transitioning. You know, mesothelioma. He had cancer, and so. I had to dive deep into meditation and yoga mm -hmm. in order to bring that calm and to not let my emotions and my, <laughs> and my head go awry. I, I sat and I like, my dad was such an amazing, charismatic man, right? And how could I mm -hmm. take what he meant to me and what he meant to other people in my own way? And it was like, yoga, it's time to serve. It's time to serve. Stop, stop mucking about, right? And so going through that was an amazing process with my friend uh, Mitzi Henderson. Um, and she has an amazing studio, Namitzi Yoga. And going through that, and like I said, when I got on stage, I remember I was nervous because at a karaoke bar that I was working at, <laughs> talk to the owner, talk to the general manager. This is what I wanted to do. This is before COVID in 2019. Mm. Just freshly graduated. The December um, event and flow was a little slow, no big deal, seven people, but I marketed. I was like, because you know, I come from a sales background. So I reached out, text everybody, emailed, created a flyer. And when I got on stage in that preparation, I just prepared like my family was going to be out there. So when I was on that stage and I saw those smiling faces, it was like, hey, let's go. It's time to serve. People need you. And bro, I got a standing ovation at the end of the event and I was blown away. I never would have thought I've been, of the, course, been doing yoga forever. Of course you would, Bestie. Of course you would. Oh. Because like I said at the uh, in the conversation is that they're coming because of the you. They're coming for the experience for what you give. And that is what a lot of us tend to stop doing is when we find something that we really want to do, we put fear across it, thinking we're not good enough or right. something's not, something doesn't sit right. Or, or it needs to be this certain way. I need to yeah. teach it this certain way. And it's not. It's yeah. not. It's not doing it to the best of your ability to serve from a place of love and a place of healing or whatever your journey is to serve. And that's what I love about it. You know, yeah. and it's and it's a and especially now in the chaotic times where you know I'm not polarizing. You know, we talk about this all the time, but yeah, yeah. This is the the emotional well being is so important. You know, I'm I was reading. Um, the biology of belief, like I'm huge on Dr. Joe Dispenza. You know, we read and we share yeah. assignment. Dr. Bruce Lipton, he has his book, Biology of Belief. And I was reading and it was from, he he quoted a, um, uh, a scientist, uh, Dr. Sean Cole. And one of the things that Cole, Dr. Cole was saying was social isolation is one of the things that is ripping people apart from the inside out, right? When you mm -hmm. isolate people, and you think that they're going to come out of that and be better. It's crazy because you can, there's so much research of when people are sick, right? And they might've had a transfusion or, you know, uh, they've gone to drug rehab. Mm. Studies will show that when they have support groups, mm. the people that are part of the support groups have the positive awesome. reinforcement and they have the positive lives that continue forward. If they feel like they have to do it alone, that's where they fall on their face. And it's fascinating you saying that because what comes obvious to me when you talk about that, it's the same thing. Do you remember like when they talk about when you're at the, your death's end and you, you're, you're going to die? 
when they when your mind says no i'm not going yet it's that mindset bestie it's when you say no it's not my time yet i've still got x amount to do and did it and it happens (laughs) so many books and so many people talk about it and you know like it's amazing how when you choose and that is how you're wanting to go and where your focus goes is where your attention goes so if you're, you're focusing on something and the intention is there you will get what you want. Yeah, yeah. And and on terms of like the medical, I, I was reading this too, like placebo, you know, the placebo yep. effect, right? So yep. people are in this study and they think that they're actually getting the medication that is supposed to heal them and make mm-hmm. them better. And they get a sugar pill and they feel better and they can actually um, quantitatively analyze that. Well, then also there's the nocebo, which I didn't know, right? So that's like, think about cancer. If somebody comes in and the doctor's like, you have six months to live, then that's a choice right there. So if you think, mm. oh man, I only got six six months, you can either choose to live it to the fullest and end up living past that. And you, we've heard of people that you get that sort of diagnosis, prognosis, whatever the word is, and they're gone in a couple of weeks. Do you know what? It's fascinating you say that as well, because my, I remember my auntie, my auntie got told, and this is where the mindset comes in. My auntie got told she got a rare, rare form of breast cancer. And they said to her, you've got a rare form of breast cancer. We're going to have to operate. Da, 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 da. And she said, this is how she approached it. And I say to this to all of my m- mindsets of my families, like my our auntie's very, very, bless her heart, Auntie Doreen, she is. Doreen Preston, I love her to pieces. She was like, I am surviving. I need to bring up my, I need to see my grandchildren. This is not my time. I'm going to be making sure that I go. It gives me goose pimples when I talk about it. This is how I feel. It's not my time. I want to see my grandchildren grow up. I need need to uh, get over this. And I will get over this. And there's no one and nothing going to stop me, no matter what you tell me or how I were doing it. Just let me know what I need to do to get things done. And I will do it. She's been in remission for eight years, eight, nine years. That's it's that's what it is. Like oh, when we have ailments, that is a dis the, the disease that just shows that our body needs to be realigned, right? Like just yeah. because it's uh you know scientifically they give you odds, that doesn't mean that you can't beat the odds, right? It's, you know when they talk theory, when they create a certain theory, once you find an exception to that theory that makes it known that the theory is flawed and incorrect, right? We can mm-hmm. even talk healing. You and I yeah. do healing from yeah. the U.S. to the U.K. Whenever you are feeling yeah. not your best, you ring yeah. me up. Hey, Bessie, send me some send me some energy and some healing. Mm-hmm. In the majority of time, when I go into meditation, I hit you back like, yo, I feel that much better. But guess what? If we went to science, they'd be like, well, we can't really test that. Mm-hmm. That doesn't matter, you know, the serious fact that we've done it for years, you should take account of this is something that is tangible, something mm. from the quantum, something that goes beyond what anything can measure currently. And we've already said this before. We are just scratching the surface. Us human beings are just scratching the surface. When we start to understand our, our true powers and our true nature and essence, then, yeah. It yeah. is what we're supposed to do, isn't it? Yeah. Serve, yeah. heal. 
man, with, with, with all that you're doing, man, like what are what are some of your because, you know, when I talk mindset, I talk the habits and the routines and obviously you've had uh -huh. massive action plans like your maps on maps on maps. Right. Like what are some of your morning routines to get you like in line with everything, all that you're doing? Like what is like the non-negotiable every single day you must do? So I create like a a, a, a routine. So I, I, before I go to bed, I write um, three things I'm grateful for, three things I'm grateful for, three things I love about myself, which is three to five things. Now, when people do this, they find it very difficult to find anything that they can find that they love about themselves. Okay, so three things, three to five things they love about themselves, and three for, three things that you love about your partner or who, whoever it is. You might not have a partner, but someone that you love that's very important into your life. So I, I do that religiously every time before I go to bed to set the subconscious mind to know that I'm grateful for the day of what I've had and what I've experienced. And then when I wake up in the morning, the first thing I do, I wake up in the morning and I create like a, a routine. Um, it's the 5 a.m. club, um, which I've been doing getting into that momentum of really focusing on that um and robin i forget his surname robin sherman i think or i always i always get his name wrong bless him so apologies for that mate <laughs> but it's the 5am club and um i get up and i spring out of bed at five i do 20 minute uh workout whatever that is yoga just to sweat just to get the blood flowing as he says he says the three 20 minutes, so 20 minutes of um, uh, sweating, yeah. getting the blood flowing, 20 minutes of um, reading something inspiring, like an audio book or someone that you're inspiring, and a 20-minute meditation just to calm yourself down and set your intention for your day. And I do that religiously, and and then it sets me up for the day, and then I have good nutrition so i eat well as you know i've started this journey of herbal life i've been doing herbal life now for uh 55 days believe it or not right. <laughs> and right. i've been doing it what alongside yeah i've been doing it alongside um my eating well anyway so i always eat clean i don't tend to i don't drink and i don't i don't really um touch drugs or nothing so yeah. um, i'm quite love all that kind of creating the energy inside so um I, that's get up in the morning and have a shake, have my, have my nice healthy breakfast, like porridge, and then set an intention for what day you want to have. And that is intention to everyone thinks that you have to sit in a room and hold that intention for hours and hours. You don't, it takes literally five minutes, three minutes, four minutes. There's no time limit. As soon as you close your eyes and you visualize what you would like to create for your day, you set the mm -hmm. choice and that is what's going to happen. Don't even, the thing is, don't hold on to what your day is going to be like. When you set your attention, then that's your attention you're going to set. Any yeah. obstacles or challenges that go through for the day is either a lesson or something that you need to overcome. Yes. <laughs> and that is it. And then that, that is my routine of what I do. And then um, I always meditate, like I say, you know, I always meditate. I always find time to invest in the quiet because I think what you get really inspired ideas where you're in the quiet and to practice uh, manifesting. A lot of people don't try to practice manifesting is that they just think, oh, I want this, I want that. So 
um, I practice things to manifest. What, yeah, and that, so it, it, it speak on that real quick, because I know sometimes when when we manifest and we create, that's why we're here right now. But sometimes yeah. people that haven't gotten started or they're stuck and they can't see through the fog. Can you take me through when when we say manifesting, what is it that you specifically do to give people the framework of just a simple, like if you've never really grasped what manifesting is, and mm -hmm. I know with you teaching and, and, and doing soul plan, what would you tell somebody, a client or somebody that's one of the listeners, right? Like, okay, I keep hearing this manifesting, but I have no idea how to manifest. Like, how would you just, however many, five methods? Yeah, so, yeah. so like, um, there's, uh, everyone has certain ways of meditating, as we know. Not everybody is visual. Not everyone can close their eyes and see stuff. Some people might just, obviously, can sense, smell, taste, touch, all of their senses. So depending where they are with their soul plan is you can dive deep onto that to find out specifically for that individual of how they can meditate to manifest the life they want to, to create for themselves. Now, with manifesting, it comes to allowing and not putting blocks up. A lot of people put blocks and they put blocks up purely because they are scared that if it doesn't come within two days or it doesn't come <laughs> within five days or it doesn't come within a month, they give up. Now, my question to them is like, what's your belief? What's your belief around why you give up? The, you know, have you do you have faith because faith is a lot around to attracting stuff isn't it yeah. so you know what is your belief system you know um and then we can really dive deep on programming them to to set them on a journey because what happens is when you start small on something something really small and they go i you know i want to get I want to get a new car, for instance. Okay, my car's not working. Okay, your car's not working. So close your eyes, find yourself, relax. Don't focus on anything else but your breath. Be conscious with your breath. Ground your energies. And I'll just take them through a little process of grounding and then find out where their blockages are. So it comes to a lot with hypnotherapy and um uh, their beliefs so i dive deep on that to find out where their trigger points is because we've all got trigger points yeah. and sometimes the beliefs are nothing to do with us they're to do with our family our loved ones that we've sub subconsciously picked up so we find i find out the ways of where their blocks are and re remove them blocks to something very empowering you know i am enough you know mm -hmm. i am grateful i am love you know really powering um affirmations to drive them yeah. to where they want to be or what they want to achieve instead of i want this car i can't afford to get this car see they're already putting blocks up yeah exactly so they're putting yeah. blocks up already before they even thought about their end result yeah so you put like that little step plan and then see what they want to achieve and then forget about it because yeah. a lot of people 
is they think it should happen instantly. And what they don't realize is it might not necessarily mean that this is the car that I want to get. Okay, I want to get that Pacific car. Okay. But you're going to get signs and everything in between of how to create that. Yes. You're going to get downloads. You're going to get, you know, you might pick up a book. You might, you know, inspiration ideas come in for you to achieve that end result. Yeah. Or something along the lines of, oh, okay, um, this has happened to me, but um, I want to shut it out. Yeah. So they, they block the faith, they block the flow, they block the ideas of what's coming through because they necessarily might not believe in it or they might have subconsciously picked something up from their mum or dad or auntie, uncle, whoever their belief system is, whoever brought them up. Yeah. It's not their belief. It's not theirs. Yeah. But then my job is to take that and actually show them that it's not theirs. And right. what do you want to create for yourself to manifest the, the car that you want? Yeah. Love stop, it. Stop holding, stop holding stuff that's not even yours. Yeah. It's not yeah. yours. Yeah. And then when they understand that and they go, shy, and then I give them examples of, you know, open-ended questions of, of what, what it is yeah. and who you know where was that what age was that you know can you remember the time because a lot of people can if i say to you when you were six years old can you go back to a time the most the best time of your life when you were six people go boom oh. or or they go back to an experience that they don't like yeah brilliant there's could because there is the reasons of stopping you oh, yeah that's your proof because you're stopping yourself from getting what you want because you're constantly Remembering your old pattern from your dad that told you, you can't do this. That's not, you're not good enough. Yeah. You would never get that job. You know, you, you know, you're better than that. You shouldn't be playing basketball. Yeah. You should be, you should be a lawyer. Yeah. And that, that's just, this is what, <laughs> and this is what you get, isn't it? And this is the, yeah. this is the infamous on others because they put their stuff onto the kids mm -hmm. instead of doing it the other way around. What would you like to do, darling? Okay, yeah. Well, anything you want to do, you can do. Yes. Anything. There's enough. You want to be a, you know, go to fly to the moon. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then giving them positive steps to push them, not suppress them. Right. And we, a lot of the time is that we put our experiences onto our kids. Yeah. And no disrespect to anyone, but it's not our start. It's not us. It's not, it's not to do with us. Yeah. So stop making things personal to you. Stop telling them about your experiences because it's got nothing to do with you. Yeah. It's got yeah. zero. All we're there to do is serve and love and, and support what they want to do. They've got their own minds. They've got their own aspirations. They've got their own drives and what they want to do. Don't suppress that because every single one of us from kids to adults have genius in us. All of us. We have the genius. The genius resides in all of us. And then when we start to plug away all these little fawns that are in us from stuff that's not even ours the genius will start to shine and then we'll impact more lives and then they will impact more lives and they will go through to doing what they're supposed to do oh.
Boom. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Creating that compelling future, seeing the results in advance, and planting those seeds. I, I, I'm blessed that I get to do that every single day with my kids, and I have a grandson. And I take yeah. stock, and I think back how I was reared, and my parents did an amazing job. Yeah. But the emotional awareness and the emotional coherence, that wasn't a thing generationally for my parents. Yeah. They didn't understand that. We understand that now. So I understand not to create complexes in my kids by projecting my own perceptions of whatever lack, disbelief, failure, whatever. Like it's whatever I share, it's from a place to give them perspective and context so they can fuel their own journey. And it's amazing as well. You must get it as well, because I get it in my life is that um so your brothers and uh you know your, your siblings your niece i've got lots of nieces debuts i've got 13 so if there's anything that um has happened in their life my brothers and sisters go go and speak to anthony <laughs> because they're all saying that oh this is happening to me that's happening to me da, 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 da. and i'm like strip it down no if you want to do that you do this and you take it and you go for it don't yeah. say you can't do it and it's funny you say about your parents bestie because my parents i love them to pieces and i am grateful for them but what i had when i was growing up when i was doing stuff is they give me the fuel to be the person i am today because they always fueled me by saying to me not my mum as such my dad more than my mum bless her um, my dad would go but my dad was very clever i think he did this for fuel for me to achieve yeah. not to say that you can't do it because he wanted to see if I could prove him wrong. Because obviously, and I did, you can't do that, tribute. You can't mm. become a black belt, black belt. Yeah. You're not going to be a counsellor, counsellor. You're not going to be a spiritual counsellor, you're not going to do yoga and teach, yoga. You're not going to do this, boom. You're not going to sing, boom. And I constantly keep, so now I'm 41. Yeah. You're going back when I was, I'd say, probably 19, 20. I was going, boom, 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 and just doing it all. Now, when I talk to them, they go, we give up. Anything you put your mind to, you get it done. <laughs> Anything you get your mind to, you just do it, and it's done. You, uh, and yeah. there's no, nothing stops you. Nothing. Yeah. No one. And you just, if you have it, and even when people say, oh, put their experience on there oh i don't believe in that because of this or i don't believe in that because of this it doesn't bother me it like yeah. it's like it runs off of me because the reason why is i don't take it personally from the experience that the other person's gone through yes. if you've gone through that and that was your experience it doesn't necessarily mean that that's going to be my experience so i have to I, I i this is what i get into i get energized by going okay that's fine just watch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. Just yeah. watch. Just watch <laughs> the impact of that, you know, and how it spreads and how it impacts other people. Um, yeah. You know, and uh, it all comes back to yourself as well. Like, we have that experience from our families. Well, necessarily, it's not to do with us. It's to do with them. Yeah. You know, and is that something that they wanted to always do? But they're putting it over to us for us to go actually i really wanted to do that but okay you go and do it you know so yeah it's wonderful it's you know I'm, it. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the whole experience of everything really 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I love this. Is, this is why I created this platform, man. So I could have people come on, people that I love, the people that I know are wanting to make an impact in the world and change people's lives. And anytime I have a guest, I always want to like the last word, our conversation. I know we could talk for hours upon hours upon hours. Right. But I want to give me some last words for the listeners out there, for your potential clients, for your current clients, just anything. I always give people to come on. And I love you. I want to give you the last few bits of words to share, whether it's about karma, you, whether it's just about a message, the floor is yours. Uh, So, yeah, thank you. Really appreciate it. Firstly, um, I'd like to say thank you so much for inviting me. It's always an honor uh, to be on this journey with you. Um, And the message for your listeners is tune into Rodney Williams podcast always. So much. Uh, inspiration and knowledge around everything he's talking about um, and from karma use perspective is it always comes from you nobody else it always comes from you so if you're making change and you want to make change it, change is hard at first mess in the middle glorious in the end mm. It's hard at first. Now, that's Robin from his 5am club, which is um, what he says. And that's something that stems from me is when you know it's it's hard, you're always going to have the messy bits of, oh, OK, you might it might be hard some days. And but it's keep progressing forward, keep moving forward, keep inspiring others when you inspire yourself and make change for yourself. And others around you see you change, you intimately make change for other people. I love it. I love it, man. Listen, I love you so much, man. And this journey is so worth it because you're in it, because we're doing it together, man. So thank you, bro. Thank you, thank you Antoine, for, for spending this time pleasure. with me. We have to do it again, please. Yeah, definitely. Oh, before we get off, where can people find you? Where where can where can they where can they find you? So um, www.karmau, spelled K-A-R-M-A, and then the letter U, .co.uk. Um, and then obviously all my information's on there, self-explanatory on my uh, website. Um, and if you want to drop me an email, it's info at karmau.co.uk. Perfect, man. Have an amazing day. Thank you so much for blessing me in this airwaves and the listeners out there. I love you so much. We have to do this again. Yeah, definitely, Bestie. 100%. I loved it. And, and like I say, thank you so much for making me come on here. It's, it's, always a, it's always a pleasure, not a chore. Yeah, man. I love you, man. Have a great one. Love you too, pal. God Bye, bless. Man. You too. Bye, mate. Bye. What a gift. This episode was brought to you by Karma U. Experienced in business, Karma U is a company that provides various yoga classes, yoga retreats, and meditation techniques. With our positive approach, we believe that there's nothing you can't achieve in this world with a healthy mind and healthy body. Relax with us. Every area of the mind, body, and spirit can be healed with our help. We have the ability to help anyone with any tension that they're suffering. You can get peace of mind knowing that when you come to us, you'll walk away feeling a lot better about yourself. Contact us today at karmau.co.uk. That's K-A-R-M-A-U dot C-O dot U-K. Email for more information at 
info at karmau.co.uk to get started on your path to wellness. Let's go!